What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Four Verse Podcast. Uh, this episode is just kind of a free for all. Uh, we don't have any games to preview or recap or anything like that. So uh, we just go into some of the coaching changes going on around college football and some of the transfer portal movement. Um, so yeah, thanks for tuning in. Let's get it. much to talk about here so it's kind of a free-for-all um we'll talk about some coaching changes maybe some transfer portal stuff whatever it may be whoever wants to get bring up the first topic go for it i think we should talk it has to go oh yeah i didn't get we haven't talked about tech in a while yeah i'll go ahead and knock some out um a few hires starting off with javaris tillman um on the defensive side of the ball, he's going to be the entire secondary coach, so we'll no longer have the cornerback safety room split. Um, played for Tech, uh, late 90s, early 2000s. Um, really good player for Tech, so he's a Tech guy. Of course, you know we're going to hire a Tech man because that's apparently the only thing we're capable of. Um, he followed has followed Mel Tucker around for a while. Um, pretty good guy to be around when it comes to coaching secondary players. Was with him at Colorado. Was now with him at Michigan State. Um, hasn't necessarily had good numbers on uh, passing wise, especially at Michigan State this past year. Um, I think some of it has to do with a little bit of scheme. I've watched their scheme, watched a little bit of it. They also play teams that throw the ball more than just about anybody in the country. If you look on attempts per their defense this year, um, they are probably I, I, I can't. They're in the top five for for sure on um, attempts thrown against on their defense. So. Um, I mean, it's kind of a double-edged sword. So when you look at the stats, you go, man, you know, they don't play that well. But also if you look at it, um, there's more opportunity for, for bus co- busted coverages and yardage gain and things like that. Um, if you look at his unit as a whole, um, <laughs> Sam, I don't need to see Wes Goodman right now. Um, so uh, if you look at his unit as a whole, Every single one of their players in the secondary graded out higher than um, like the bottom half of our group. Uh, so, I mean, you could tell that those, those guys are at least getting coached up. I think if you correct just some of the simpler things on that back end of the ball, we, we that's two or three wins right there. I mean, we probably have more busted coverages than anybody in the country. Um, guys don't know how to play the ball in the air. Nobody's turning their head around. Uh, lots of pass interference. So, there's a lot of small things that I feel like he could get coached up um, and get kind of things turned around with Jeff now being the defensive coordinator, but I'll get that in, into that in a second. Um, and then add in the recruiting piece. We just lost to Shard. Um, so we have to have some guy that's going to be the ace recruiter. Um, and I think he can be that. He's already started recruiting a little bit, um, been out there on the road. So he, he has a lot of connections around here. So I think that's 
uh, a huge piece, especially losing to Shard, who was your best recruiter. Um, so on the Tashard note, Tashard is now taking the running backs position coach at USC. Some people are upset with it. Some people aren't. I'm not necessarily upset with it. I mean, it sucks for sure. Tashard's uh, a tech guy. You, you know he wants to win there. Um, but I think for the, the best move for his career and his personal uh, choices, I think it's a solid move for him to go make six, dollars $700,000 a year and coach under Lincoln Riley. Um, and it's, if you can kind of look at it as a long play for Tech, um, he's, he's known that he wants to be the head coach eventually at Georgia Tech. I'd rather him go get coaching experience out west out there under Lincoln Riley and under a good staff than compared to what we have right now, which I consider is not a great staff, than him just step in. So, I mean, if you look at it for a long play for Tech, it could pay off if he does end up coming back. Um, so it's tough to see. He's going to be recruiting this, this area and Texas for USC. So that's going to be tough. Um, he's, he's relentless. I know he's pretty much keeping his house here in Atlanta just for that reason, uh, as well. So that's not, not good for us and maybe for other teams. So maybe he'll get USC recruiting on the East coast a little bit, start taking some players out of here, you know, from away from Georgia and Alabama and things like that. So. I don't know. Uh, Shard's a good guy. No ill will. Wishing the best. Hopefully we get him back one day. Um, so that brings me to Chip Long, our new offensive coordinator, fired Pat Node. Um, again, mixed reviews on Chip Long. If you look back at his time at Notre Dame, um, really good offenses. Uh, had guys like Ian Book, really good tight ends as well. Um, I think Ian was averagely athletic, but the scheme that they ran and the things he was able to do, he's had a lot of success with. Um, so Vivian Book? Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that. I, I mean, he had success while he was there. I, I don't think he – I mean, obviously his arm is not huge. He was decently no, he athletic. Was, right. I don't think there was any part about his game that you were like, holy shit, he's really good at this. Right. But they had success on offense. Um and also at running back, you know, he's coached some good running backs. He recruited guys like Chris Tyree and things like that. So um, that's the other piece of it is the recruiting. Uh, he's definitely a much better recruiter than what Pat Node was. So I'm hoping we see an uptick there. And he's going to be the quarterback's coach as well is what they've decided. Um, hopefully we maybe see some progression with Jeff Sims because I don't think he was getting anything with, with Pat Node. So um, – he, he'll run a lot of uh, two tight ends. Um, I mean, he even gets into 22 personnel at times. So I think we we got to figure out if we have the tight ends for him to utilize like that. I think um, Dylan Leonard could be solid. He's athletic. He's not a bigger tight end, but he's kind of at – he moves better. Uh, is, Black, is Black Shear going to play receiver or tight end? Wasn't he a uh, tight end, like uh, recruiting-wise? Oh, oh, Leo Blackburn? Yeah, Blackburn. Yeah. Um, he was a tight end recruiting wise. Yeah, I just don't really, I, yeah, I don't really see us using him as like, uh, you know, like an in line. Yeah. 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 He's not a Darren Waller kind of guy. He's more like a Kyle Pitts, like a, I'm not saying he's as good as Kyle Pitts, but that's more like a style. big old slot receiver that you can line up against linebackers yeah. and Nick. Yeah. I mean, I know that was the original intent this year was to use him at slot. Um, I mean, he's almost six, six, um, and he has really good ball skills, can go up and get it. So um, I think we might see some 
two person, uh, two tight end personnel, you know, maybe bring in a bigger tight end to block, stand and block, kind of like what you see with when Darnell and um, Brock are in the game, you know, I mean, Brock definitely is a good blocking tight end, but what I'm saying is they, they bring in two tight ends and one's kind of staying in the block and then one's out running routes. So, yeah, we did that all year this year. We had Nick Muse sit there and block and then Jaheim Bell would be out running routes. Yeah. Max so, protect, baby. I think yeah. I think we're gonna. And it still didn't work. I I think we're gonna have to do a lot of that just because of our offensive line. I mean, we've this past year, we uh we usually kept the tight end in, or we didn't scheme much up for the tight end. But um, Chip's offense definitely schemes the tight end. Uh, it's definitely involved. Um, he had really good numbers again at Memphis. Um, he was an analyst at Tennessee for a little bit, and then he joined Willie Fritz down at Tulane. And everybody's like, oh, we're scraping up. Tulane's offensive coordinator from a two and 10 team to come. But if you look at it and if, you know, you talk to anybody that has any knowledge on the situation, he was running Willie Fritz's offense. Um, he didn't really have a whole lot of say in that because Willie Fritz is an offensive guy and they were, he, hey, he listen, was, they almost beat Oklahoma. That's good enough for me. Yeah. I, I mean, they're, they're, they don't I mean, have a good team, but their his their quarterback twenty one touchdowns to eight interceptions running back averaged six point seven yards a carry for almost nine hundred yards. I mean their offensive guys don't have bad stats. No, and I mean obviously I mean, we're, Notre we're, Dame he their offense was the most productive it's ever been. Yeah, well and I don't know what every, I don't know what happened with him and Brian Kelly. I read because, some article the other day that Brian Kelly was like, yeah, he's a hard ass. Like he yeah. doesn't he doesn't do things the way I want him to basically. So what that was, was Brian Kelly is the same personality as him and having those two guys. And, like, Brian Kelly's not going to be overtaken, I guess, when it comes to being the head guy. Like, he's going to be the hard ass. He's going to be the hot shot in the room. And so they said they had a lot of disagreements in that way because Chip is, like, no bullshit. Um, he handles the offense. He wants it. And he, like, expects a lot from everybody. So – um, people are like, oh, he got fired at Notre Dame. That's not – he didn't get fired because of performance. He got fired because him and Chip – I mean, yeah, him and uh, Brian Kelly didn't get along. So – Everybody um, hates Brian Kelly, though, so. <laughs> yeah, and – yeah. And 2018, he was a Broyles uh, finalist, so he was a top assistant. So, I mean, I think it was about as good as we were going to get. If you look at some of our options, um, I wasn't really in on the Willie Korn thing. That was an option. He's really not even playing, uh, calling plays, no. from what I understand. Mm -hmm. um, and I General really don't calls plays. Yeah, and I really don't care to have that kind of option here, anyways. Um, I watched enough of that shit for years. It's one of those things where I feel like that offense is really unique, in the sense that everybody in the country has elements of it. Right. But using that as a staple, when you get into playing teams that are just athletic as shit, you're right. It's it's a lot like the triple option in the sense that somebody sees that enough. If yeah. you got athletes, I mean, and our schedule is really tough. They also have the they also off, have so. Grayson McCall, who's a dog. I don't care what anybody says; he's a dog. Yeah, and then so him, I wasn't huge on guys like Kitley. We were in on. I would have been okay, but again, it's a scheme change. So if you look at Chip's offense to Dave's, the scheme is the same essentially. There's just a lot more creativity. And his in-game play calling is better, in my opinion. Um, Dave would go just brain dead at times. But, like, if you go and watch it, the Memphis offense, it's essentially the same scheme. Um, uses the tight end more 
but uh, there's a lot more variations out of out of the sets and everything that they're running. Um, they were like, you know, plays where they're running like a read option. The quarterback scrambles to the right side, acts like he's keeping it on the read, and you know, your receiver out wide takes off straight, straight up, and he throws it over the over the top. Like we just never got creative like that. Um, we just ran a lot of read option, RPO kind of shit. So their RPOs are a lot more creative, um, which is something if we can get Jeff out outside the tackle box using his athleticism and still being able to make throws and stuff like that, I think would be um, really advantageous to us. So I'm excited to see what the offense looks like with Chip. Um, I just, I don't know, we got to really make, sh- make sure we hit the portal hard right now. And I think we are. Um, I know Paul Tio is announcing soon. I think we're going to end up with him and Pierce quick. Um, so that'd be two huge offensive line additions, even if they weren't about to start at where they were, um, you got to realize we need quality depth and we're not just in, in today's world. The portal is, is you have to utilize it. You have to, you have to adapt to it. So we just need to do it. It's like a, a mini recruiting cycle, honestly. Yeah, it really is. You get, what, mean, you get seven full scholarships on top of the 25 you can recruit. Yeah. We're going to well, get to that, a point where if you don't, if you don't sign 22, 23, and then you'll get five or six in the portal, you're, you're going to be playing with 80 guys and have scholarships to burn. Absolutely. And, I mean, if you look at it, our offensive line class isn't terrible. We have a four-star and then a um, kid from California who's a legacy, which I think he's pretty good. Um, we just dropped one because you can't stop eating, apparently. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, if you swing and miss on a couple of I have the targets, same problem. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey, I can't – I'm not, not talking shit. I have that same problem. But – um, it's a little different when you're trying to play Division One football and you can't keep your weight to a, a, a playing weight. But anyways, if you swing and miss on a couple of those targets, now it's to the point where it's not dire situation where you go and take a two-star, low three-star offense lineman that you're taking a, a risk on. You go and hit the portal and, you know, take a four-star, four-star transfer or something from a program where – I mean, they've at least been in a college program. So there's just different ways to supplement your roster, and I think that's one of the one ways we're going to have to hit it right now. Um, well, the beauty, the beauty of recruiting is even, even if they suck, like they're going to leave in two years if they're not playing anyway. They're so. not taking up a roster spot anymore. Right. They're not going to eat you for five years. Yeah. So that's another aspect of it that I think is super important. Goodbye, Divinity. Um, she, walked, she walked into the background, and it was over. So – so, um, in that aspect on the offense, uh, I'm excited we made a change. I think that at least shows we we know we have some issues. Um, the change that hasn't come yet that I'm kind of surprised about, I thought Andrew Thacker would have been fired immediately um, at season's end, but he's just been demoted to linebackers coach. Um, you know, some point to saying that he's a good linebackers coach at any other stop he's been, it's just when he's defensive coordinator – um, that's not been his fit. And I mean, it is what it is. I don't, I don't know if that to be true. I just know a defensive coordinator, it wasn't working. Um, I wish we would have been able to go out and hire a young guy that's up and coming, like a Doug Belk or something. But apparently Jeff's doubling down um, and betting on himself and is going to take over the defense. Uh, if our defenses are half as productive as what he had at Florida and Mississippi State, I'll be okay. I'll be happy with that compared to what we've been. Well, like but, you said, just get middle of the pack. Yeah, bring us from 114th to 60. That's worth a couple of wins right there. Um, it was that bad. 
And they were every game except for Pitt, Notre Dame, and Georgia. <clears throat> we had a chance to win within four minutes of the last quarter or the fourth quarter. I mean, we just need stops and we can't get them because we're a complete mess on defense. So, um, if, offense, if, offense average 31. That's yeah. That's unacceptable not to be winning games. Right. To be to win three games, that's that's miserable. So, like I'm saying, if if Jeff can come in and get us, I mean, if if Jeff can take over, and I think that's part of the reason why he went offensive coordinator first is because um it was said that he was every day working with Pat Noda and focusing on the offense, not focusing enough on the defense. If Chip can come in here and, you know, be like, I got it, take over the whole entire thing and take that off his plate and he can focus on defense, you know, maybe we'll get somewhere. So I think that's a part of it as well. Um, I still look for us to hire a running backs coach soon to replace Tashard. I think we'll go with um, Cedar Grove's old coach, which is now the running backs coach with, for Arkansas. Um, I believe his name is Jimmy Smith. And, he has just so many connections um, in Georgia. He was Cedar Grove's coach for a long time. And he has some connections to the tech roster or to the tech uh, coaching staff. And I could see a fit there if he wants to come back home. Uh, we could definitely offer him enough money to do it. So I give him a, maybe like even a co-OC title and, and bring him in. He can recruit. So um, that's one name that's getting kind of thrown around. I really don't know where else we go. but Jonathan uh, Dwyer maybe? I really don't know how much coaching Jonathan Dwyer is doing, has been doing. I know he's um, probably done some eating, uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, now, I mean, hell. Why you have to do him like that? Because, <laughs> man, the, the dude was so good. Probably my favorite running back at Tech was right beside Tashard and then didn't make it in the NFL, showed up to the combine like 40 pounds overweight as a running back. So, um, hey, man. I, He's not hey, Lacey did it. Yeah. He ain't listening, though. It's, it's no big deal. I mean, I can't say nothing about being overweight. but um, So, I mean, I don't really know if that's the direction we go. I think we really want someone that's got relationships, been recruiting, um, someone that can kind of step in and fill a little bit of that void that Shard leaves. So, I really hope that's who we go for. But <clears> – <throat> Um, and then I, I think we need to hire a special teams coach. I think that's why Chip's going to hire coach the quarterback, so we have enough room to hire a special teams coach because the special teams have just been freaking awful. So um, I think that's another thing we just need to take off Jeff's plate because he's been coaching special teams and it ain't been good. So um, yeah, coaching staff wise, <clears throat> that's kind of where we're at. Um, that's really all I got for now. Uh, I don't think we'll lose. Are y'all going to end up at 10 full assistants, though, if Jeff is going to be like full defensive coordinator and you have Tillman doing corners and safeties? Or yeah, y'all just so trying to like. I, I, the word is that we're going to be short on full assistants, but we're going to spend money elsewhere on support staff. I don't right. know. <clears throat> um, I know the money's there to, to, to go either way. So it's not like we can't afford to hire it. That's just kind of the moves we're going for. Um, but I, I really just think it just boils down to if we're short on an assistant because we're not going defensive coordinator. It's just Jeff is basically essentially, like I said, doubling down and saying, you know, I, I know I got to get this fixed. I'm going to do it myself. 
Um, which I have, I halfway respect. I respect it though. I respect yeah. the shit out of. Yeah, I mean, like he's he's pumped sunshine and just been a bullshitter for so long that now, like now he, yeah, it's 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 put up or shut up. His get ass the fuck is out. hot. Yeah, and I think he knows it's hot. I mean, he was borderline getting canned this year. Um, I think he kind of talked Todd off that ledge, but he knows it's time. The bad thing is, I, I think seven, eight wins has got to be the mark, and I don't think we get there. Um, so, I mean, he could be dead man walking anyways, but that's a whole other story. But like I said, if he gets us out of the basement on def- terms of total defense and gets us in the mid, you know, just average 50, 60, the wins could definitely come back. I mean, the wins are there in the ACC, so I, I don't know. Um, we'll see about that. But uh, I think we'll add to the support staff. And um, we may even promote a guy like Will Glover that used to play for Tech that's a really good recruiter into an on-the-field role so we can get him out recruiting because he's been stepping in for coaches that were off the road. So uh, he stepped in for Burton and um, Popovich that weren't on the road. But he's a pretty good recruiter, they say. So I think well, he'll end up getting a promotion onto on-field staff. So uh, we'll see about that. But, yeah, other than that, um, so I guess we'll talk about signing day later. But – Coaching staff wise, that's all I got. Yeah, I think it's a uh, bowl game or bust. Oh, absolutely! Oh, absolutely. If it, if there's no I think bowl that's game, the floor. Honestly. Yeah, that's the, that's 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 stretching the floor, dude. He, I mean, especially to have two donors and one is probably yeah. the biggest donor in school history. I mean, he literally has buildings on campus named after him, um, athletic facilities named after him to come out in in the paper and say. You know, I'm expecting seven to eight wins. That's that's on your neck. You know, I I mean, you you better damn. Todd Stansbury I, knows who that is, and the and the thing about yeah. it is, Stansbury, if if this doesn't go well, oh, he's Todd. He's to he's got he's got to cut him loose, or he's going to be gone too. I he's gone regardless. If this doesn't work out with Jeff, I, the word is right now he's gone regardless. Um. Okay, well, please, can y'all, like, not do the thing where you take Graham Neff since he's a tech grad and, like, we're just now getting him in his new office? That's literally talked on our board every day. Yeah, I know it is. So, I just <laughs> – I don't, don't want to go there. Soon as Todd's gone – like, soon, soon as Todd is gone, Graham is the first one we're going after. He's a tech grad. He was here. He was assistant AD under Radakovich. Tell you how good he is that they didn't even the, – the president and the board were like, yeah, there's no need to interview anybody else. Like, there's literally no need. I mean, they said that they said that he's been basically in charge of all the fundraising for the last three or four years. He was in charge of it for us. He didn't do shit under D-Rat. I mean, I mean well, that D-Rat was Radakovich's thing is like fundraising. And so Radikov- basically Graham was Graham was raising the money and D-Rat was trying to spend that hoe. I was just about <laughs> to say D-Rat's thing is spending money. Um, I think I think he hires a good staff to do the actual fundraising. So. Um, but yeah, like that though. If Todd's gone, that I fully expect we will Bro, chill. Stop. full court press Graham. So um really y'all not. Shit, we gotta have somebody making good decisions because we've had shit leadership for the past 15 years. So but yeah, that's all I got. Um it's it's put up or shut <laughs> up for old scooter. So we'll see. <laughs> that man's betting on himself. Well, there we I go. respect it, though. All yeah. you can do. All right, Sam, talk to us about um, the Clemson staff change. We already talked about some last week, obviously. Yeah. 
<clears throat> young, yeah, we, young Bill Belichick. Um, yeah, young, young Rain Man on the yeah, beat. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm. It's very intriguing to me the whole West Goodwin thing because it's like nobody outside of Clemson and Bruce Arians and like a few other people from Mississippi State staff. You know, 15 years ago, like nobody knows who this guy is, and they're like doubling down the fact that this this guy's about to do it. So I mean. I'm I'm intrigued by it, if nothing else. Um, I mean, he'll probably be better than, than Brent Venables, probably. Yeah, I mean, Brent Venables kind of sucked. Like, That's what I'm saying. He was, he was nothing without talent. But, you know, J.K. Psych. Miss you, Brent, if you're listening. <laughs> um, <laughs> nah, I ain't mad at Brent, though. Um, but, <clears throat> yeah, offense is going to be kind of the same deal because we're, you know, we're just promoting from within. Uh, that's Dabo's thing, obviously. So Brandon Streeter's been our quarterbacks coach since 2015. Um, you know, it's hard to really evaluate what he's done with our quarterbacks because we've we've had a few really good ones, um, and you could argue that they never really got any better. Um, so I don't know if you if that's a knock on him or if that's just kind of you know where we were, but. You know, it is what it is. It's exactly what I expected. Um, like I said, talent acquisition's been really good. He's signed four or five stars in the past five classes. So that's that's pretty solid. I mean, Hunter Johnson obviously sucked. And DJ currently sucks. So, you know, you go two for four. But, I mean, there's like three or four five-star quarterbacks every year because they're just really hard to evaluate, frankly. Um, so, you know, I mean, it is what it is. Um he does have offensive coordinator experience when he was at Richmond, obviously FCS team, but in 2013 and 2014, they broke every single offensive record in 2013. And then in 2014, they broke all of the passing records again. Um, so the thinking is, is that he's probably going to be a little bit more aggressive. Obviously Tony Elliott was known for, well, not known for, but Tony Elliott had a propensity sometimes to, uh, to go into a shell Um especially this year when DJ couldn't get anything going for him and we couldn't run early on in the year. We just kind of, we just kind of locked up, but you know, we'll see. Obviously I think the biggest thing for, for him at this point is getting DJ on track because we've seen what he can do. Um, but we obviously know where he's at currently, which is um, I'll say he's in the, he's in the dumpster. The dumpster's not on fire yet, but um, there's a homeless smoking a cigarette beside it. So we're, you know, we're a flick away. Um, but interestingly enough, um, you know, when, when Chad Morris left in 2014, obviously Deshaun Watson had towards ACL. So we go back to Cole Stout for the bowl game. Cole Stout had played a few games early in the year. Obviously, Sid loves Cole Stout for reasons that we won't get into. Um, you know, I don't want to disrespect Big Cole Stout. Guy. Yeah, third and Stout. Um, you know, but – he went into that bowl game against Oklahoma knowing he was going to be the starter. Um, and with two new offensive coordinators, we were kind of like, uh, don't know how I feel about this. And then Cole Stout goes out there and looks like Eli Manning for four quarters and, you know, you hammer Oklahoma. So um, not saying Brandon Shooter is going to do that with DJ and what we got two weeks into the bowl game. Um, but I am saying it's a similar situation where, you know, kind of don't really know how to feel about it. You know, you promote from within somebody that's never called plays before, for you at least. And the one time you did it was on two days' notice. So I'm 
not really counting that. Um, but, you know, we'll see. Um, if, if he can just raise the floor of DJ, I'd be more than happy with it. Um, and if he's a little bit more aggressive, then that's fine too. Um, you know, and then the other side of that is Tony Elliott was also tight ends coach. So uh, we're moving Kyle Richardson, who's been an analyst for the last three or four years. Um, <clears throat> he's also in another off-field role where he wasn't really involved in, like, football at all. He was sort of um, – more involved in like the Paul journey, like player development kind of stuff. Um, but basically this guy was a high school coach for six or eight years. Um, and you know, the, you guys know the guy that was a Presbyterian that kind of did like the whole, like we never punt, like we onside kick, we throw yeah. the ball every play. Yeah. Kyle Richardson was like that, except not quite as stupid. Just in the sense that they ran like, an, like a, air raid they would put like four offensive linemen in the game just kind of crazy stuff like that so there's there's also the thought that he might he might have more input now and I know that there's been rumors that obviously as an analyst he hasn't had the kind of input that he or some of the other staff members have wanted um, in terms of, of game planning obviously Tony Elliott's calling the plays at the end of the day so it doesn't really matter what you put on the sheet if you're not calling it, you know what I mean? Yeah. So he's going to be, he's going to be elevated to pass game coordinator, which is something that Streeter has been as quarterbacks coach. Um, so again, my thinking is that it's not a splash hire for sure. Um, as the defensive um, promotions were, but it keeps continuity. I don't, I don't, I don't think there's anything necessarily wrong. Did you with say the defensive promotions were splash hires? I said I don't think they were splash hires, much like the defensive promotions. Oh, 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 and if I if I didn't say that, we can edit <laughs> it out. Um, but because yeah, I don't I don't think Rain Man and Dabo's college roommate are exactly splash hires on defense. The thing is, y'all could um, I don't get why y'all don't just go <laughs> get splash hires on both sides of the ball. I think you're Clemson. That's like, not what Dabo told wants us. to do. He told us Clemson's not for everybody. Everybody's not for Clemson. I mean, is he just yeah, going mean, to sink? Is he just going to sink the ship with that? But here's the here's the thing: right the ship with that. You don't know, like Dabo Dabo getting the interim position and then subsequently being hired was like what nobody wanted. So he's he's got this thing for these uh for these walk on receivers and you know guys that are in analyst roles and stuff like that they they talk about how what Goodwin has had you know offers to go be linebackers coach four or five times for NFL teams stuff like that and he's been apparently been told as of two years ago when he came back in 2018 and was told in 2019 Dabo said that he told him then that he was going to be our next defensive coordinator just a matter of when Brent Venables got the offer he needed so that's what's kept him around. I mean, you know, I'm very much wait and see. Um, I think Dabo's got some money in the bank. Um, you know, we are where we are because he's made some, you know, unpopular decisions and he's done it his way. So I'm, I'm willing to, uh, to see how it goes. Um, obviously, this last week was not great in, in the recruiting front, but, um, you know, We'll see. I think I think to a certain extent, Clemson will still recruit itself. 
What um, if Wes is act, out there acting just a weirdo on the recruiting train? <laughs> you know? <laughs> just saying weird shit like, <laughs> like a Zach Galifianakis sat in the house. Just Yeah, he goes in there with a, a, a family and he's having a between the two ferns interview. <laughs> Zach Galifianakis <laughs> style. He's just... You know, They're looking he, at Dabo like, who's Rain Man over here? <laughs> Tony Elliott also left for Virginia. And last week I said that he was out of the Virginia job as a Tuesday afternoon. And then they hit him back up with the U up text after at, Anthony Poindexter. <laughs> no, nah, it was definitely like 6 a.m. They were fiending. <laughs> but, um, you know. I'm happy for him. I think I think Tony Elliott will probably end up being a better head coach than he was an offense coordinator in the long run. But um, we'll see. You know, I don't I don't like the fact that he's in the ACC, but I kind of do in the sense that he'll be close enough where I can keep up with what's going on. But he's also going to like recruit Virginia, which is where we like to go find a a couple of DBs that never live up to what they're supposed to be. <laughs> um, so. You know, it is what it is. But Clemson is in very much in a state of flux. So we're we're about to we're about to find out what's what Dabo's got going on for real. Well, um, I guess Divinity, there's been a little there's a little coaching change at Georgia too. It's not really gonna do much, but old oh, Dan Lanning. Great. Dan that's Lanning great. going to yeah. Oregon. Dan Lanning going to Oregon is kind of opposite end of the spectrum, but I mean, hey, it's a good it's a good spot to go to. Um, it's weird because it's not his defense at Georgia. <laughs> no, yeah, what but... does he even do? Him <laughs> <laughs> and Glenn sitting there in the He's booth with headphones that are like, bro, dude, dude, you see this shit, bro? <laughs> Kirby, dude, what are we're we down doing? to five on Fortnite, bro. <laughs> Kirby, what are we doing? circle. Um, yeah, so I'm interested to see if he, you know, what he does at Oregon as a head coach. Um they get high and sit up in the booth with PS4 controllers and act like they're playing. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see. Because, um, I mean, it's really just Oregon and USC in the Pac-12. Everyone else is just not relevant. Um, you think yeah. he was Utah. hesitant at all? Do you think he was hesitant yeah, at Utah's all since good. y'all play? Since y'all play Georgia or since y'all play Oregon? Do you think there's any hesitation there? Nah, do they show you contract? Hill with that schedule. Uh, yeah, he, he was he he was talked. Um, there was rumors of him leaving last year, so um, I kind of figured he was going to leave uh, after the season. I wasn't expecting Oregon, but I guess yeah. You know, the Oregon's just, a weird move. Y'all are just getting to the point where this is going to become normal, like well, like, it is, not, for, like not, it is for Alabama. Not yeah. not anymore. Not with Will Muschamp there. He's not going anywhere. Now, South no, Carolina Will might hire Will Muschamp is going to be a head coach next year. I no, promise. he's not. He's never going to be promise. a head coach again. He's never going to be I don't believe that for a second. He's headed back to Auburn when Harson gets canned. No, that'd be I'm, sick. Somebody, somebody out there is really, really stupid. <laughs> promise. But, yeah, Kirby came out and said that um, it's just going to be two co-defensive coordinators for now until probably <clears throat> after the playoffs. I really hope he promotes uh, Schumann, Glenn Schumann. Um, it's not going to happen. I know Muschamp has great defensive uh, coordinator experience, but 
I feel like Glenn Schumann would also be just as good. Um, Most champs is Buddy. He's turning into their boys. Glenn, his pal. boys from South Georgia. They're two dogs <laughs> played together. They drive F 150s. They're buddies. They're hunting uh, buddies. If, if he doesn't get it, Glenn's probably going to do it. Um, you think I, so? couldn't, I couldn't blame him. Later. Yeah, I'm sure he wants to be defensive coordinator. He does. Um, I mean, he's he's. But he can't. He can't honestly think he's better than Coach Boom. <laughs> he can sell ice to an Eskimo. Yeah, um, he, he's done it his whole career. He's been. He's he's shown he can he can fucking develop linebackers though. So. Um, Who? Schumann. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's got two buckets award winners now. He's uh, um, he's had a he's had a few good ones. I mean, a couple, yeah. I mean, a couple. They, 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 good they win good. buckets awards because they're big. Yeah, they're just big. Yeah, they're just big. They're just most, big, the most, fast, the, athletic, the and don't one, miss their gap. The most impressive one, honestly, was Tay Crowder, who was a two-star running back, got flipped the linebackers, and now now he's starting for the New York Giants. Yeah, that's that's nice. But, that's um, old. That's coaching. That's yeah. old. Um, so I don't know, man. Uh, I won't. I, I wouldn't be, you know, disappointed with Muschamp at DC, honestly. But I just rather. Oh no, I, I it's happening. Shuman, I want to see what Schumann can do. You've forgotten I mean, he's what he's done. He's just going to be Ted Roof anyway. His defensive coordinator track record's really good. It's his head coach. Yeah, year. last time he was a D really coordinator bad. was in like freaking a million years ago, bro. Yeah. His defenses are stale. Are stale. Mm-hmm. They're trash. They're done. They don't adapt. They haven't adapted to the new age of offense. That's why well, South. I mean, you, that's why South well, Carolina. That's why South Carolina. The, the I mean, Kirby's defense. I mean, yeah, but that's still, what I'm saying. Like, he's gonna he's gonna be Ted Roof. He's just gonna be there to be there. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. All 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 the Georgia defensive coordinator has to do is is upkeep of what Kirby wants to do. Yeah. yeah. Just do so Kirby's laundry. He'll be sure fine. He'll be fine. But if we're talking about Will Muschamp as a defensive coordinator. I mean, he's got to make sure Kirby's Kirby's shirts are clean for game day. Um, make sure he's got coffee in the machine in the coaching office yeah. as a defense make, coordinator. Make sure you brushed up on the new NIL presentation. Yep. You know, and that's about just it. Do what you do. Get the yeah, McDonald bag ready. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do. yeah. You have to call that man. Yeah, he, he, the money it's more of a sales. Up. It's more of a sales role. You're calling on boosters, saying, "Hey, you know, we'd like to get you in for a hundred thousand dollars. What can we do?" You know. <laughs> Yeah, so he's honestly a, a better recruiter than Lanning was. I think we all know that. It probably is. I mean, you never you never really heard much of anybody saying, you know, Dan Lanning is my guy. And that's the yeah. thing about Mustang if he's just going to be defensive coordinator though, because even at Carolina, he he, he can recruit every class. He, he gets somebody. Recruit, he can recruit. Now they would they would go there and never get any better, but he would recruit <laughs> them every year. Well, Javon Kinlaw got way better. He was a two star. There were a couple guys that got better. I'm talking specifically about, you know, the good ones that came in. It's, like, supposed to be good. Well, they're still there. That's true. That's true. I didn't give Jordan Burson. Bro, bro, are you sticking up for, for much champ right now, Jacob? Yeah, he is. Look at him. No. <laughs> Look no, at him. No, sticking no, up for no, boy no, champ. No, no, he wants no, it no, back, no, bro. No, no, hey. No, no. Hey, if Beamer don't work out, Jacob will be like, hey, no. boy champ, even though it Only, listen, only, only Y'all got me messed Jackson up, bro. Must champ back. Y'all got me messed up. No, get keep all that shit out of here. 
Do you think do you think Jackson Muschamp like would come back with him? I mean, not if I mean he's gonna be the or next Stetson stay at Bennett. Georgia because he's gonna start at Georgia. That's so. what I'm saying. He's the next Stetson. Just, yeah. <clears throat> Didn't know if he'd want to start for his dad or oh, his dad's buddy. Stetson's, Stetson's coming back next year, so well, is he really? good? Even even more time for Jackson to develop into the fifth year, six year guy. Man, I hope he doesn't. I got I got money. Stetson's out there running around with his hair on fire next year. <laughs> What's he gonna do? Go work for EPS? <laughs> I mean, that's it. Insurance? insurance in Athens. <laughs> yeah, working I mean... damn State Farm. <laughs> hey, this is Stetson Bennett, I'm the great, in. the former great Georgia Bulldog. <laughs> I'd like to get you a uh, get you a policy for your Ford F one fifty from Athens Ford. <laughs> Man. I could see him doing it though. <laughs> It'd probably be pretty good. I mean, shit. Every Georgia fan out there would probably buy their insurance from him. Probably. Davidi mm, would. Fuck no. <laughs> um, I mean, David David Green's an investment maker now. I, I feel like Stetson has a future there. Maybe. All right, Davidi. What else you got I mean, for us now that we're rudely interrupting you? I mean, nothing. That's it, man. I didn't, are we going to talk about recruits later? Or? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Jacob, when you got announced that Satterfield was fired? Wait, y'all, y'all recruit? <laughs> a little bit. A little um, bit. I don't know. I don't know if he's gonna. I don't know if he's gonna get fired. Um, there's some people saying that he he will after the bowl game, but also Spencer Rattler's trainer came out and said that Spencer was excited to play in the pro style type offense that Satterfield brings um for his draft stock and, and such so i don't know i don't really know what's going to happen um yeah i guess i just you know obviously for anyone listening spence spencer rattler and austin stogner from oklahoma committed to south carolina um but yeah i don't know i don't know if they would commit knowing that he's going to get fired unless they already know who would come in after um I don't know. It's just a weird situation. I my gut's telling me he's. Or they be just back. they just really fuck with they just really fuck with Beamer. I mean, I mean that's also that's also true. But you think if, I mean, they would have to know. I mean the that Beamer situation. connection is what got him there, right? I mean, partly, like, that's yeah. Beamer. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, but I mean, Beamer. Beamer's not not an offensive player, about this. so they've got to. There, there has to be a plan in place. Either Satterfield's, you know, the the whole rumor was he's gonna, you know, take another job, take a job in the NFL or something. So it's not technically, so he doesn't technically get fired or whatever. Um, but I don't know. My gut's telling me he's gonna be back. So <clears throat> I mean, I feel like I feel like with a with a quarterback, he could be very different though. Yeah, I, I mean that's kind of like whole basis of your offense. Your quarterback yeah, I mean, you saw, not going to be very it, you good. Saw it at Clemson this year. Yeah. <clears throat> and really, yeah. Like, well, I mean, we also yeah. I mean, to be completely fair, we had a coach start at quarterback. We had uh, our quarterback that had a broken foot start at quarterback, and then a third string FCS transfer start at quarterback. So I mean. Didn't have a whole lot at the most important position on offense to work with this season. Not not defending Satterfield because there's a lot of things with his offense that I 
don't like. Wait, are you sticking up for Satterfield right now? <laughs> are you sticking up for Satterfield and bro. Rush? Oh, my God. <laughs> this man talking out both sides of his ass, bro. Reaching around the elbow to get to his asshole, bro. Ah, man. He was shitting on Satterfield. Now he's like, look, dude, he's my guy. Look, that's – no, I'm not saying that, bro. I'm not saying Satterfield. I would love to guy. have Satterfield as offensive coordinator and Muschamp as – Bro, they're about to add Pat Notice and offensive <laughs> analyst, and it's over. Oh, yeah. <laughs> over. Uh, y'all, I, now I just lost my train of thought because of y'all. You were uh, mid-sticking up for Satterfield. Yeah. I wasn't sticking. I, I don't. I was never sticking up for Satterfield. Oh no no no! That was that was Muschamp. <laughs> My freaking god! Yeah, you really did stick up for Muschamp, though. I can't believe that you were like, "Do not talk shit about my guy, bro." That's I never. I was just saying that there were a couple guys that did get developed in that time there. In in his time but there, you I'm not you talk about his. Yes, yeah, so you're you're sticking up for his track record of developing talent. No, I was yeah. no, but I was saying. Well, part of it is he's had all these first-round defensive draft picks and defenses ranked oh. in, like, the 100th. I mean, he, he has these guys. He had J.C. Horn, the number one defensive player, taken off the board, and we had a horrible pass defense. Horrible. And he's supposed to be, so like, a just his coordinators, guy. not him. Well, J.C. Horn quit halfway anyway. Not halfway Half the through the quit. season. Okay, all right. <laughs> oh, it was it was champs coordinators. That was the issue. Why are we? Why are we talking ball. about this? Why, <laughs> why are we talking about this right now? I can't believe y'all let him get to Georgia. I don't care. Can we talk about right now and not? <laughs> I not don't much care. In South Carolina. All right, let's it, talk about Spencer Rattler. And do you think Doty is going to leave? Uh, yes. no, I don't think Doty's going to leave. <laughs> um. You should go to Coastal. So that would be horn. That would be that would be kind of sick. No, but no, I don't think. <laughs> just I, saying. I don't think he's going to leave. I mean, he's he's still got a bunch of years of eligibility. I mean, Spencer Rattler comes in with three years of eligibility left, but I mean, he's going to be one year and done. Um, hopefully, I mean, if he plays good enough to be one year and done, then that's a good thing for South Carolina. Um, if he's staying, that probably doesn't. Yeah, if he come if he comes back, it doesn't matter. Doesn't like he, bode super does well. Um, so. I think Doty stays. He's, I mean, he, from all accounts, he loves being at South Carolina. Um, but we'll see. He could, he could leave. Who knows? I mean, anything could happen. Rose the portal. Um, you have to just assume they leave. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for I real. Say this for is real, real, honestly. But yeah, Spencer Rattler, huge get. Five, obviously, five star guy out of high school. I guess rated as a four star transfer right now. Um, but he's. Talented quarterback. South Carolina hasn't had a guy like him at quarterback in a long time. Um, came into this year with some Heisman buzz. Obviously, we know what happened at, at, at Oklahoma this year. Um, even though he wasn't necessarily playing that bad, stats-wise at least. Um, I don't know. But, I mean, it's huge. And not only – I mean, you know, we're not looking at Spencer Rattler going to win the Heisman next year at South Carolina or anything, but – that position is, has been – is a huge position to need right now, and it's been a position of question for the past couple of years. I mean, Colin – the Colin Hill experiment. We got Zeb Nolan, Jason Brown, all these guys that probably shouldn't be starting at, a, at an SEC school like South Carolina. And now we have a guy that – that is is that caliber quarterback and might be able to push us push us up over, you know, maybe we get eight, nine wins next season because he, he 
you know, I mean, we had there were a couple losses this year that were one score games. Maybe having a good quarterback can push us up over that. Um, helps a run game, helps all that. And then off the field stuff, it helps recruiting. I mean, he's obviously like he's a huge name. He's a national guy. Um, you know, you have all these all these outlets um, covering him, Sports Center, ESPN, all that stuff. I mean, Sports Center and ESPN, the same thing. But um, so, you know, recruit other recruits take notice, you know, guys in the portal right now that are, you know, later term receivers, you know, like a, a guy like Theo Weiss, who's not not going to go to a school and stay there for a long time. He's looking at a quarterback situation to go team up with a guy that's good. That'll get him the stats. Um, and then it helps with future recruiting just because, you know, it's putting it's, it put South Carolina. I mean, could it kind of shook up the college football world last night with the whole commitment of them. Um, so just kind of put South Carolina on the map. Apparently there's been a bunch of 2023 guys reaching out to the coaching staff just with some excitement with, with all the, all that's happening with the program right now. So it helps on the field and off the field. And it's a huge gift for Beamer. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's huge. I mean, I would, I would argue that Rattler's probably, I mean, I guess you could make a case for Dylan Gabriel and Keaton Slovis and I guess maybe Quinn Ewers, but we knew where that one was headed, but he's, yeah. he's, He's the most talented quarterback in the portal that you could go get immediately. So, A plus, unfortunately. Yeah, solid job. Yeah, I mean, at this point, it's really about just putting an offensive line in front of them. That's you've got the running backs. You got you, you got, got to think receivers too. Yeah, you got to think with with Josh Van and if somebody else can. Jaheim Jaheim Bell Jaheim Bell did some good things. I agree. Jaheim, more of that, more of that kind Jaheim of. Jaheim Bell was was underutilized. He was. He was. He also. He's after going back and and doing a lot of looking at the offense this season. He he ran. I don't know. His route running needs to improve a little bit to really make a huge impact. Right, but he's a he's a he's a tight end. You know, you don't you don't expect the guy to be Kyle Pitts. Well, that's kind of what we but then not, again, I mean, I don't obviously have... not Kyle. I mean, but he's not an inline, he's not a guy that you're gonna just say get get in there and block. That's more the Nick Muse. That's what that's what Stogner's gonna come in and be. Stogner's gonna be that inline tight end. Where Jaheim Bell, you line him up kind of in the backfield, you line him up split out wide, you line him up in the slot. Um he's kind of the 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 Swiss army knife of the offense that you put in a lot of different places. So he needs to be I don't know. A couple of his biggest plays this season, he was not. He wasn't even in the right place. He got like an interception on a ball thrown to Josh Van for a huge gain because they were just both running <laughs> in the same exact place. So um, that needs to improve a little bit. But I think he's going to be a huge part of the offense. He's, he's got to be. Yeah. I mean, and then Josh Van coming back is really go load up with, with guys in the portal. Yeah. Josh Van comes back, coming back is huge. Stogner, like I said, is honestly an instant upgrade from Nick Muse. Nick Muse has been a good player, solid guy, but he's not. I don't know. Um, he's a, he's a good blocker. I mean, he's just an average tight end. You know, I think Austin Stogner. He's on his official visit was six six two fifty. He's a big guy. He can block. He's athletic. He can make plays. Obviously, you saw that at at uh, Oklahoma. So. 
he's got a little injury history, but hopefully he can just stay right. Um, get after it, you know. A little injury history, bro. Almost lost his leg. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no one's that. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, about the offensive line, I forgot about that until last night. Yeah. Somebody somebody posted the video starting there was like this your man's or something and I was like oh my god I forgot all about this. Clemson Clemson fans are mean, bro. We're not gonna talk about that, but but Clemson fans are mean. But yeah, the offense the offensive line we started we did a lot of switching up this season. A lot of different guys played because we obviously couldn't figure figure out how to freaking play offensive line. Um. But and we ended up having two young, really young guys get in the lineup and stick there, uh, Vershawn Lee and then Tyshawn Wanamaker. And Wanamaker actually made the SEC all-freshman team. So it's not going to be automatically fixed, but I think we're moving in the right direction and finding kind of a good rotation in there, hopefully, you'd like to think. I wouldn't mind getting getting – an older guy out of the portal or something. I don't know if that's I – don't, I don't really know necessarily the numbers of our class right now off the top of my head, but it would be nice to get get a guy out of the portal that's kind of a veteran presence, can play. We need a center really bad, so we'll see. There's a really good one in there, but I can't pronounce his name, so I'm not going to try. The guy from Virginia that y'all might take? Yeah. Well, I mean – We've, we've thought about it, but he's already got offers from like 40 other Power 5 schools and everybody's are actually recruiting him and we're still thinking about it. So uh, <laughs> us getting him would be a complete – yeah, I mean, you'd have to you'd have to say New Spring if we got him. That's how like that's how far behind we are. Uh-oh. How about just um, come get Bobo? He plays center. Positional no, versatility. Literally, Coach's son, real coach no. on the field type, lunch pail kind of guy, a real glue guy, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. He may really respect him. He plays the game the right way. Yeah. Hopefully we – dude, hopefully we can get freaking um, – hold on. There's a guy from Western Kentucky. He's an offensive lineman. He's really good. He's, he's a solid He's a solid guy. I would like to get him and Theo Weiss out of the portal. That, if we could just end like that, that would be incredible. I don't think – I think Theo Weiss is going to stay. Should be giving up on Pierce? Well, I'm just talking about out of the portal – um, James Pierce would be a hell of a get too. I don't know. We're not. We're not that fortunate. I think our fortune is is pretty much stuck at Spencer Rattler and, and Austin Stogner. Um, but I mean, that's a. I'd, that's I'd take that. That's a. That's a yeah. pretty net. Yeah. No. That. That's why. You know. I think Theo East probably stay at Oklahoma. Um, and then as for the other guys, who knows? But <laughs> I'm happy with what we have now. So. Oklahoma single-handedly trying to ruin Clemson right now. They're helping. They're dude. They're helping us, bro. <laughs> they gave us it's, Shane. It's crazy they gave though because quarterback gave us a tight end. <clears throat> they took. They took three Brent. of our better defensive recruits. They took Brent. Yeah, but it's okay. We got somebody better than Brent. He doesn't know how to speak, but he he points at the board and stuff. <laughs> he just draws. He just has a whiteboard. Just draws on that. <laughs> yeah, he's just drawing plays. <laughs> So I guess we could – why don't we talk about some, like, high-profile guys in the portal? You know, obviously we talked enough about Rattler, but Quinn Ewers going to Texas, what do we think about that? He's a scam, I feel like. 
You I, think, I feel like he's going to transfer next year to Texas Tech and just make them give him a huge NIL contract and then just keep bouncing the, around. I was just about yeah. to say, does he actually really ever have to play football? No. Not because now. If, if they said he made over a million dollars just in Ohio State alone, had never touched never touched the field. And they're estimating at Texas. He was there for four months. <laughs> they're estimating at Texas it could be north of 10 eventually. Hey, why why play football? Well, you have to you have to be good at football to get the NIL. No, you don't. Obviously you have to be not. good in high school. In high yeah. school, yeah. But he doesn't have to be good now. He's made it. Right. That's the thing, though. You can't expect guys to really like, oh, you want me to get up at 5 a.m. and go to this team meeting? Okay, well, somebody just gave me a million dollars and I have a Ferrari and <laughs> I'm 18 and there's like and I got video games here. In my bed next to me. Yeah. And I paid yeah. for both of them. But yeah. here's the thing is it going to, is the transfer portal going to start simmering like some of those NIL deals? Cause now, you know, Spencer Rattler's halfway to. across the country with two cars that a, a Norman, Oklahoma car dealership <laughs> gave him. Yeah, he robbed them. I mean, so now you got to be thinking as that dealership, well, well, we can't do that again, you know? That, and I don't think it's going to change, change Texas at all either. Like, I don't think they're going to be an elite team with them. They still need a defense. Well, I mean, they still suck as ass as a team. Yeah. They're just, getting, like, they're just getting a quarterback that has a lot of money already. Yeah, I'm seeing people – yeah, he's, the, he's rich. I mean, he'll he'll be <laughs> yeah. he'll be a slight step up from who, Casey Thompson. What's not his name? Casey Thompson he, played fine. Sad. I think. He I think you were. I think yours will probably. This year. I mean, I don't even know, dude. I can't even. I, I can't. That's what I'm saying. I can't even say that he's better than Casey Thompson because he hasn't played. So I don't yeah, know. And he and he literally just skipped his whole senior year of high school. So there's also like. Development. You know, all these other kids have been playing. You've been you've been up at Ohio State, like combing your mullet and signing autographs. Yeah, but I mean, does it really matter? Playing. Does it matter because he's richer than Casey Thompson? Oh, for sure, dude. We don't know what Casey Thompson got in. NIL. I mean, I mean, it probably doesn't matter to him, but it matters to the Texas football program. <laughs> I mean, if we're talking about if we're, if we're talking about the impacts he makes on Texas, then <clears throat> you would you would hope that he's all that he lived. He's you know, hyped up to I be. It, I mean, on the one hand, I think it'd be cool for Texas to be five. Like, I really, I feel like my childhood and like watching Vince Young run around and Colt McCoy would would appreciate that. But I just, there's just no way. They got a lot to I do. I just don't see they, it before they come into the SEC, boy. Yeah, yeah and especially now they got if it happens after the end of next year. Well, Oklahoma. I mean, they they've had Oklahoma to worry about. Yeah, it's just about to get worse. You think so? Yes. Because now Oklahoma's going to have a relevant defense. I just feel like Brent's about to go so crazy recruiting. Exactly. He already he doesn't is. have to tiptoe with – He's taking all of Florida's – He's taking, all, three, of Florida's, got, he's taking got, all of Florida's commits. Well, see, he's dude, been there for four hours <laughs> and he's got three commits. He's already shown that he doesn't need top recruits either to <laughs> – have a fly-ass defense. That's yeah, scary I'm thing. telling you, he's going to have gonna, all these – go he's, he's going to have a bunch of 5'8 middle linebackers from Kansas that eat cream corn and wear jorts. <laughs> and they're going to have 16,000 tackles by the time they leave Oklahoma. And they're going to stay for six years, all of them. <laughs> and have neck rolls. And have neck rolls. And their last name will probably be Venables. And have <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, Tyler Venables said he's staying at Clemson. Apparently – 
Um, Brent Venables talked him out of it. Yeah, because he's probably like, we ain't got a spot for you here, baby. Yeah, Brent's like, bro, I don't <laughs> want you, dog. No, no, I'm just going to be twin. honest with you. I don't, I don't know if you're going to play here. <laughs> you want to keep playing football, you stay with Dabo, baby. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, Everett said that he was still locked in, and then the next day he left. So, I mean, bro, all three of them did. The crazy thing is, is the weekend, like, that Friday before Brent Venables got hired on Sunday and announced Monday, him, Mike Reed, the cornerbacks coach, um, and I'm pretty sure Dabo was down there with him. All three of them were at IMG, and Lemansky Hall was there too. So all three of their position coaches and Dabo were down there, and they were like, they're posting what about, pictures. What about like, locked, West? locked in for life, bro? We didn't. Wes was still like doing a coloring book or something at that point. Well, that's why they fucking decommitted. You didn't bring Wes. Wes went down there, though. He went down there afterwards, and they were like, eh, not really feeling that. Yeah, they saw uh, Wes, and they were like, yeah, I'm <laughs> They're like, wait, bro, this is this is." Now, granted, by the, by, the, by the time that him and him and Dabo went back down there, we had already lost Campbell and Saab. So, it was really just Dalen Everett. But, you know, I mean – and the thing is, is that, like, they could have literally signed with us tomorrow. And then in January, when they realized they're all, like, four-string, they're like, oh, fuck. Georgia got the NIL money, transfer, immediately eligible, play for them in the opener. Like, you know, that's a it, good point. Uh, well, it doesn't how, how matter much, if you sign. I was about to say, how much does signing day really matter? Can they, can they sign and then hit the portal the next day? Yes. As soon as your yeah, national dude. letter of intent is processed and you're on the team, you're then eligible for the portal. So, someone, someone did it this year. They didn't even, they didn't even um, go through the season <laughs> with their team and they transferred. It's so fucking stupid. It's, it's the Wild crazy. West, dude. What does National Signing Day even matter? Why am I going to That's why they're about tomorrow. to do away with early signing day. And what's even crazier is that they're talking about how people – like, you know how guys are like, decommitting during the season and they're like committed like a week later like in the season at some point what's going to stop them from going over there and playing like in season oh i'm 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 about to decommit yeah i'm about to hit the portal go to this other school and play the school that i just left in three weeks like there's a there's a yeah yeah, there's a rule they have to be enrolled well, there's a rule that you can't play well, for two colleges in one season. Matter. You can't play for two college or two teams in one season, in the same season. Well, they're gonna bitch about that soon, and that'll be changed. Yeah, that's, that's why. why that's why everyone's playing for two schools right in one season. That's <laughs> that's why everyone's like, can Spencer Rattler play in the bowl game? It's like, no, he played for Oklahoma this season. He can't play for South Carolina this season too. It's not. It's against the rules. I mean, that's stupid. He just traded himself. I think he should be able to play for twelve different teams in one season. If, I mean, at this Jesus point, Christ. honestly, just, just, just let us get trades. I mean, what's the point? Let's just do trades instead. If, yeah. I mean, that's what it's boiling down to. I like, mean, Lane Kiffin be, literally came out for... today and said, we basically have free agencies. <clears throat> now these kids just want to go where they're getting paid the most. He yeah. said nobody's saying it, but that's Hashtag the truth. Texas that, I mean, that's basically what it is. Facts. That's what yeah. Lane Kiffin came out and said. I mean, he literally said those exact words. Yep. Nobody else every, has the balls to say it, but that's every the truth. all the NIL stuff and it's gonna it's gonna level out at some point because, like you said, these 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 like huge 
huge companies and stuff are taking chances on these like preseason Heisman contenders like Spencer Rattler yeah. and like DJ Ugulele and they DJ both, makes you not want to drink Dr. Pepper. And they both just kind of like didn't do what they thought they were going to do. So I mean, every it's it's gonna I, horrible, I think I think it's gonna kind of start to even itself out. It's just all so new right now. Sam, Everyone's like honest. so so excited to jump into that and and do it. Yeah. But With, I think I think it'll Sam, eventually. You you brought up a good point, Sam. Every time I've had Bojangles since, that shit tastes terrible. Since DJ signed with Bojangles, Bojangles, bro, they sponsor everybody. Everybody. We got like th- three or four people on our team that are sponsored by Bojangles. I know Georgia's got a handful. Well, I mean, I don't know. I got that DJ Ugalele meal. This shit was terrible ooh. last time I had it. What was that, like Hawaiian chicken or something? <laughs> nah, he got a four piece and only one piece was in there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Honestly, I don't even know if you got one. Or they give they you threw the box, box in my car and it hit the window. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they tried to hand it to you, but they actually gave it to the car behind you. <laughs> <laughs> they gave my food to the car in front of me. It ended up in the bed of my truck. <laughs> like the tweet today where they were talking about how DJ was trying to enter the portal, but he threw and missed. Yeah, yeah. He threw the transfer portal. That was funny. Yeah, it was oh, like. Man. It was it was like if DJ's looking to hit the portal, but he overthrew it. <laughs> Bad times. It's so man. funny because it's true. God, I hope Kate Klubnik is fine. Because <laughs> I don't know what else they're gonna do. Bro, Will Shipley we'll tweeted just... Will Shipley tweeted that DJ's winning the Heisman next year. Bro, Will Shipley hasn't taken a bath since August. <laughs> <laughs> Did <laughs> he really tweet that? Yeah, he said he said DJ for Heisman 2022. Y'all just wait or something like that. We That's wait, like, Bubba. We wait. <laughs> Before the Georgia game, Justin Ross was on somebody's podcast, and they asked him. They were like, "So, like, what are you like? What are you expecting from DJ? Like, you know, since he's going to be the starter?" And he was like, "Oh, he's like, he's like baby goat or whatever." And somebody, somebody like clipped that and put it, put it back the other day, and was like, "This man just had brain surgery. Why are we trusting his opinion?" It's like, oh, <laughs> surgery. He's brain surgery. Um, people are so clever. <laughs> God, out dang. of pocket. That's so out of pocket. That's. <laughs> hey, don't say shit if you don't want those receipts, though. You know. Right. Yeah, if he doesn't win, I can promise there's a lot of a lot of Gamecock fans with Twitter fingers that save that tweet. Oh, they've got a screenshot. They're ready. <laughs> yeah. They're ready. It's just like Clemson fans are probably screenshotting all these tweets now that are like, it feels About so Spencer good. Spencer Rattler. Be, yeah. To be good again now that they signed Spencer Rattler. Yeah. I saw oh, one that said, I saw a tweet and it said it said something about uh Beamer saw these life support tweets. And he came in here and, you know, signed Spencer out or whatever. That was a South Carolina fan that said that. Yeah. That did the life he, supports tweet. Yeah. That but then that tweet said, it feels so good to be good again. And I was like, I mean, you better hold off with that. because yeah, we need to chill out. If Spencer comes in there and, and looks like bong, it's going to be like, people, you know, Clemson we all, Dude, we also – played a coach this year so i i don't care what spencer spencer rattler's floor is better than coach zub also very true that's so. what's funny about that is anna sent me a t- the tweet and she was like uh spencer's going to usc and i said yeah 
as she said, has Connor and Jacob talked about this? I was like, well, I mean, Connor's really not wanting him that much because they have Caleb and Jacob. They really need a quarterback. She said, yeah, that is true. They had a grandpa playing quarterback this past year. And I was like, it's funny that she would That's what that. even Even people that don't like football know that old, old man Zeb was our quarterback, <laughs> dude. I was like, I don't know how you remember that, but that's pretty funny. That's what makes Sp- getting Spencer Rattler that much bigger. Yeah, it's like Georgia does Georgia does that and gets all the five-star quarterbacks they want out of the portal, but we don't do that yeah, shit. For them so. all to sit behind Stetson, it doesn't matter how many they <laughs> yeah, have. Yeah, we, we just get them to warm up the bench. Yeah, <laughs> they look good on the sideline. Damn, that guy looks like he could play, and Stetson's yeah. out there. It's just... the intim- intimidation factor. They yeah. walk out in the tunnel. It's No, it's really because that way they have an elite quarterback to play against their scout team defense. Exactly. Maybe exactly. that's why they're so good. I got a topic we can discuss real quick. Just um, what the fuck is Florida State doing extending Mike Norvell? They gave him an extension. Yeah, I saw. I don't know who tweeted it, but it put up his record. I don't. I don't know what his record is off the top of my head, but it was like it was obviously under five hundred, and it was like, yeah, gotta extend this guy. (laughs) Buddy, he lost to Scooter last year. (laughs) I mean, I think all that's valid, but um. You know, Florida Florida State looked a whole lot better the last six, okay. seven games. They of the also year. they now, also granted were... they started from a really, really bad spot. Yeah. They you you so, could get minimal improvement and they'll look better for how they also, bad they are, but they also have they got a rent a defense for a year. They got Jermaine yeah, Johnson, Keir Thomas, Jamie Robinson. Though, they were all they all three of those guys are transfers. They were all on all ACC teams or whatever. But to extend him, that's what I'm saying. He did good, but he did good. But like, there's, I mean, all of his playmakers on defense are leaving now. So like, I mean, if if shit goes halfway like it did, you know, under or or if it goes like it did halfway through his tenure, they'll be looking for an extension cord. Yeah. Well, I mean, their offensive coordinator might be going too. Didn't they lose to Florida I, I at the end of the year? Did they beat Florida or did they lose to Florida? They lost. They lost. Yikes. They're just not a consistent team ever. I mean, we're I'm not saying sitting here saying we are. I'm just saying I don't I don't know what Mike Norvell's done to deserve to be extended. Maybe they're just in a spot where like shit, we don't want to have to go through another coaching search. But I mean, I don't think there's a, a, a line of, you know, ADs out in Tallahassee right now outside his office saying, Hey, we'd like to interview to hire you. So I mean I don't know. I just think that's a very strange thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's also but, funny because Florida State, like, they don't they don't have the money to be doing stupid stuff like that. Right. Right. I mean, like, you, you don't really need to handcuff yourself to a coach that hasn't really done anything yet. Show I mean, me anything. Yeah. I mean, if he leaves, if somebody you extend him because you don't want him going somewhere yeah. else, okay, he hasn't shown you much. If he leaves. <clears throat> You don't owe him any money. They give you money to buy him out. And then you just right. go hire a new coach. So, I mean, it's not like you're losing Lincoln Riley or Jimbo Fisher again. Um, I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, we did it on the front end. We gave our coach a seven-year contract. So, that was stupid on us. But to go and do that, this extension, I mean, I guess it's like Mel Tucker, but at least they, his first year there, they he came in and they looked good. That was also incredibly stupid, though. Oh, very stupid. But they literally announced that, and then they went and got absolutely <laughs> ravaged by Ohio State. They lost the next two weeks, didn't they? 
yeah, who then got beat by the team that they beat. That's, I mean, that's football, though, I guess. Yeah, transitive property doesn't work, but still. Everybody loses everybody. But still, to go and sign some guy for nearly $100 million and turns around and gets his ass beat the next week, it's a tough scene. But, I mean, I can at least see some of these contracts for some of these coaches. But the whole Mike Norvell thing, I can't understand. Yeah, it's an interesting one. Dude, signing day tomorrow is going to be crazy. No, he got an extension before Kirby Smart got an extension. That's because Kirby Smart's no good at what he does. I mean, it's your parents, bro. Yeah. Well, he doesn't even do that. He just pays. <laughs> yeah, it's recruiting. Now, no, yeah, he recruits. Yeah. He recruits boosters, money donors. It's nope. working. <laughs> he took the he took the saving. <laughs> it's like the Krabby Patty formula. He took it. He needs to take the damn. He needs, to get the rest. he needs to get the he rest of it. He needs to take the coaching Krabby Patty formula. <laughs> he, needs, yeah, and he, he, he forgot he left, it. The, he left the QB part out. He left, yeah. the, he left the secret sauce out, bro. Right? That boy's listen. over there with the – he's missing one ingredient. Hey, <laughs> yeah. get this shit right. <laughs> Will you, well, what, was, when was his, what was his last season at Bama? 13? 15. 15? Yeah, okay, 15. so at that point they still hadn't – they still hadn't got to like the elite quarterback team that they started. So, I mean, maybe he just didn't, maybe they didn't have the recipe then. Maybe Nick Saban was hiding it from him so he could beat him as an assistant. It was an imperfect concoct, imperfect concoction of things. And Saban, 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 Saban beat him to the punch. Saban's playing 4D chess in the spider verse with his coaches <laughs> so he could beat him as assistants. <laughs> Dude, I think honestly, it's it's to that point for Saban where it's like a thing of he's just trying not to lose to his assistant coaches. Like, well, he plays like nine of them a year. Like now he's just like ah, uh, you know, that man. That man's gonna go down as one of the greatest coaches on both levels ever. Like arguably one of the greatest coaches of all time. Like even compared to like Bill Belichick, he's the greatest recruiter of all time. What's crazy is he really wasn't that good in the NFL. But all the, the yeah, the college level just unmatched, bro. You you can't touch him. He, he whatever formula he's got, he's cooking with grease, baby. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he's cooking with a with something on the freaking um oh man, what is that? I just had a brain fart. Never mind. <laughs> what is that called? Oh shit. I mean, I don't know. But Kirby's got – you got to think they're going to extend Kirby here soon. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> After this year. Unless Stetson starts again next year, they're like, we're not we're not extending this son of a bitch. If he goes, if he goes and loses to Bama or gets dogged by Michigan, y'all should just fire him. People people will be calling for it. Oh, people will be calling for it. I, I see people already now. As a dog fan, if Kirby can't get it done this year, it's the best team, dream team. Ain't ever gonna do it. Ain't oh, ever yeah. gonna there's do it. Already people, there's already the people same saying same thing with Mark Rick, bro. I mean, the Georgia, roster do be looking like what's Avengers, though. What's funny though? These coaches out of town. What's funny though is the only I would say the only spot Georgia's had any trouble recruiting this year has been an offensive line. They've had a bunch of uh, which is strange. Which is strange, but I mean, well, you gotta think. They, you how big of a recruiter Sam Pittman? Sam was. Pittman was right. He's a beast. But if you look at it, 
one of Mark Rick's issues was his offensive line. So people are like on Facebook today. I saw someone was on there. We're going right back to the Mark Rick area. We can't put what the shit on the offensive line. This is it. They're the same person. I'm like, dude, get the hell out of here with that shit. This could be wrong. Do y'all have eight offensive line commits to many? Uh, that does not sound right. Okay. <clears throat> I, I saw something on Twitter and was like, "This, this, there's just no way." I can, there's I no can way look it up there. right now. That might be. That might be. Are you talking about for this class, 2022? Are you talking about? It could be in total because it was talking about how Matt Luke yeah. hasn't. He's only signed three stars. That could be. That could be in total because I don't remember seeing eight offensive linemen in this class. Well, I know Scroggs is one. <laughs> he's committed to us. Y'all took him. Yeah, um, but but that bar that Elu four bar, four what, four, four in this class. He got bumped to a four-star. I think he's in the 250 now. He's probably like a five-star now. I don't yeah. understand the Bobo take. I I have not found, come across somebody that thinks he's that really that good. And then when you watch his tape, I don't really personally think he's that good. He'll transfer but, to Colorado State in two years anyway. Don't worry about it. No. no. The, the son oh, Bobo? Yeah. Yeah. yeah Mike Bobo is coming to be the OC, he's just, bro. He's just big. Mike Bobo is coming to be and, and his And his dad is a known head coach. That's why he has three stars. Known offensive coordinator. He's, he's, head coach he's, he's a known failure. <laughs> I mean, that's the only reason that he's even relevant. It's because it's because Kirby and Muschamp and Bobo are all buddies. Yeah, they're hunting buddies. They're all hunting buddies. But, but you see, like, I think this Griffin Scroggs kid, I think he's actually good. But people see star and they're like, oh, my offensive God. Offensive line is a, is a real crapshoot. I oh, mean, yeah. There's you three never, or it's like, like a quarterback. Said, you never know. It's probably I've always, I've always said there's three <clears throat> to five for sure. This guy's gonna be at least serviceable, at least pretty good in every class. And then the rest are all just straight projections. Like Keontae Goodman, he's gonna be good. Yeah, he's I just feel like offensive line is like the the hardest position to like evaluate. Like I feel like Stars beside an no offensive lineman's name means nothing. Don't mean doesn't mean near as much as other positions. Oh yeah, nope. Uh, when I see a four star just... offensive, when I see a four star offensive lineman, <laughs> I'm like, this means nothing to me. No, like, I mean you literally just try and find the biggest, most athletic guys you can. That's and, uh, fat, but could, but could hold a little bit more fat, but like also right. is not too fat to where you can't play. You you just yeah. want you just want the biggest fucking frame you can find in a football field, and then you just you just hope it works. Because in high school, like you have you have no none of the tape matters. You throwing around a kid at a private school doesn't matter. Yeah, he's five nine one hundred and ninety pounds. Like it, and then you and then you get there and you and you don't under like you never know if a guy is ever going to be able to understand what a defense is doing. Because if you don't know who to block, I mean you're 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 pointless. Yeah, oh, yeah, you're just as good as uh, someone with terrible technique if you don't know what to block. And some of those kids don't even do uh, pass pro in high school. That's what I'm saying. You high school tape means nothing because you're bigger than everybody, so it doesn't matter if you do pass pro anyway. Yeah, you just like throw I, them on the ground. Like I said, there's a couple in every class that you're like, okay, this guy's gonna be good. The rest, you have no idea. Like, none. Yeah. Like, even our four-star offensive line commit, like, I like his film, but he, 
he could be terrible eventually. <laughs> you just don't know. But if he is, he'll be in the transfer portal in two years. So you'll yeah, find he's not a new taking one. up a spot. It's just like we're taking that Bobby Mooney. His dad played offensive line for us. He's out of California. He's like a five six or something. He's just massive. And I thought you were saying he was he was five foot six. I was like, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Y'all got Wes Goodwin on your plane. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um, but I, I mean, he's got a massive frame and he looks good in his film. He's just shit. if he's if he's just if he ends up just being big and sucks, deuces, bro. We'll, we'll, Better than being little and suck. Yeah, I mean it's true. I can't believe yeah. Kentucky is going to end up with good one. Kind of I sucks. don't think he'll flip. We'll see. Who's and that guy does... they just signed? The big receiver. Who? Kentucky. Yeah. And they just get like a four or five star receiver. Missouri got or uh, Luther Burden or whatever that five star. Yeah, receiver. I know that. I'm pretty sure Kentucky just got a big name. I don't know. Y'all, y'all got C.J. Smith, who's good as crap. He's Aaron. He's Aaron. He's Smith fast. He's My so God, fast. he's fast. He's so fast. And Kentucky's he's about to Aaron Smith. He's Kentucky's about to end up with that that transfer running back uh, that pulled a knife on a kid earlier this year. So that's cool. Or maybe yeah, he got the knife pulled on him. <laughs> I don't know. Dude, yeah. are you talking about uh never mind, he committed in June. One of their highest rated commits right now is um never mind. That's 2021. We're not worried about that, dude. I thought I saw someone on Twitter they um let's see. They got a commit from Yeah, uh, Barry and Brown. Yeah, that's it. When he committed to y'all? Um or maybe Tennessee. I thought it was y'all. I don't remember. It is what it is, but I mean they got they got a defensive end that was committed to uh to Penn State that Tyrese Fearberry. He's tall. I mean he's skinny, but pretty good, pretty good edge rusher. I mean, I don't know. This is actually a pretty solid class. Damn. Not to change the subject, this kind of relates to football. Do you see how the juice is officially loose now? What? Damn. What is OJ that? Mean? <laughs> OJ Simpson, he's a free man now, bro. He's he's all for Yeah, today. Man, hide your kids, hide your wife. Early release from parole. Be safe out there, folks. Now completely a free man. That man gonna be on the golf course every day. That's what he was doing anyway. Damn. Well, do we have any more points we want to hit on? I mean, Sid, where's you know, Jameer, where's Jameer Gibbs? Where's Jameer Gibbs going? Either Alabama or USC now to follow choice. I just there. I want to see him go to USC. That's what I, I think, want. Yeah, I think he's going to Alabama. Don't go to Alabama. Don't go to Alabama. I think he's going to Bama. I mean, where is Zach Evans going to go? He's going to go to Alabama, but I would hang it. Zach Evans is probably going to go to prison. <laughs> Zach Evans, watch him go to USC. <laughs> Bro, he reminds <laughs> he reminds me of freaking uh, Jesus of OJ. <laughs> Isaiah Crowell. Crowell. You reminds me of OJ. I'm sorry. Isaiah Crowell. I'm going to laugh like this in the mic. Holy shit. You remind me of Crowell, bro. Isaiah Crowell. Crowell, Crow, no. That's Crow, bro. (laughs) Crow, no, you got to keep that gun. (laughs) That man's playing the damn longest yard, bro. (laughs) 
Dude, Zach Evans would go crazy in prison league. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know who's about to be, go crazy in prison league? Zach Stacy. <laughs> Adam Anderson. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we're just so off the rails right now. Oh my goodness! Uh, it was dumb. He might have, he might have had like twelve sacks in one game. Bro, Zach Stacy and Adam Anderson hitting is a collision. That's a car raid. <laughs> There's not an offensive lineman on the the uh, prison oh guard team gracious. that could block Adam Anderson. <laughs> offensive line's hard to project anyway, so we just can make his frame in there and just put him at tackle. Wow, well, oh, man. Um, I don't know if we should publish any of this, but <laughs> oh, it's going up. Scrap the whole episode. Um, well, I don't think there's much else to talk about right now. I mean, there definitely is. We could definitely talk for another couple hours if we if we wanted to, but um, next week we'll break down some bowl games. Uh, we'll I guess we'll keep Super talking about, about we'll keep talking about coaching changes because they're going to keep happening. Probably keep talking about transfers because they're going to keep happening, but. Yeah. Oh, well, signing day. And yeah, national signing day tomorrow on the fifteenth. I don't know. This will probably this will probably come out after national signing day technically, um, but we're recording it before. But we'll have that to talk about okay, as well. Hey, hey. before uh, before we go, does anybody want to take a guess at how long it'll take for the first guy to sign on signing day, and then enter the transfer portal? I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it at least two weeks before somebody signs on signing day and hits the transfer portal. But it's gonna happen. I, I, I like, like two weeks is generous. I like, yeah. I was I was thinking within the first month, but there could be. I mean, there could be a dude just that that does it instantly. Who wasn't there? Like I hope, a, I hope, so, I hope someone signs tomorrow and before bed. Interesting. They transferred. <laughs> That'd be crazy, bro. I could see it happening though. It, it really like could. you sign and then. It's, thing. So, like, dude, okay, it's gonna if happen. I'm, if Antonio I'm, Williams is gonna sign Georgia. with y'all and then transfer to us, just well, to be a dick. That would be awesome. <laughs> That's, dude. Instead of throwing the hat, they're gonna actually sign. And <laughs> what if it, What if he just signs and then like rips it in half and pulls out a Carolina hat? Yeah, he like signs. <laughs> and he's and like, I'm in the transfer portal, baby. <laughs> hey, he signed. He signs and Beamer throws up a tweet like, "Watch this." And then the next <laughs> thing. Oh, you know, what's God, what's gonna man. be crazy is is when it's no like so think about this. If you're Georgia, you're probably still recruiting like 30 more players, even though you're full. And then you know, say I sign, and then two hours after me, the best player at my position in the country flips to Georgia, and I'm like, I'm not going to sit behind this asshole. I'm not. Yeah, I'm going to portal. Hey, <laughs> yeah, they don't close till five o'clock. I'm out of here. <laughs> Hey, the portal opened till twenty four seven. It's all day, every day, baby. <laughs> they got the they got all day pass, cuz yeah, all day water park. <laughs> it's like the Waffle House, right? Don't ever close. It's <laughs> oh, crazy, man. dude. It's what a I time mean, we live in. Now. I mean, two four seven has a whole like recruiting. Like it, it takes into account transfers now. Like gives them rankings and gives you gives you class rankings for recruits and stuff. It's crazy. Just becoming part of the regular I think, recruiting I think class. At a certain point, it's just gonna it's just gonna become part of like your actual high school recruiting class. I mean, yeah. I know that's what Rivals is trying to figure out because I know it's been a topic. Rivals doesn't they don't know how to incorporate the transfer portal rankings with 
high school rankings and shit, but you just got to re-rank them. Start ranking them out. Yeah. Two four seven is just out here re-ranking them. Oh, I found a good yeah. website for y'all. It's, I don't know how accurate it is, but it's, um, it's got all the, all the transfers and this guy's like gone through and like ranked them. I mean, basically if you come from a good, good football team, you're ranked high. It's kind of like how you would, you would rank, um, I don't know. I guess that's how they look at him in the transfer portal anyway. This guy was somewhere good. He probably knows, like, what a cover three is. Let's go get him. Wouldn't it just be, like, a, a JUCO guy? Well, then they usually give JUCO guys stars, too. Like, yeah, why, they why can't actually rank them. Like that? Let's see, like, someone like that, uh, <laughs> Kanata Mumfield, the kid from Decula, the two-star from Ak- Akron. Like he's getting hella offers. Everybody's. Oh yeah, him. there's an offensive line from FIU that's going crazy too. Yeah. So I mean, there's obviously things that people are seeing that, like, I, so I don't really know how you rank them. I don't know. Well, that's way above our pay grade. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sam, I, I'm just reading the tweet. To do it. I'm reading a tweet right now that says Jake Venables is, a, is expected to take an off-field role in Clemson next season. Huge for the linebackers who are losing experience and leadership. So is old Jakey gonna be yeah, I mean, y'all's DC next season? Uh, <laughs> he'll he'll he'll. I mean, yeah, probably. <laughs> I wouldn't expect I wouldn't expect anything less at this point. Wes Goodwin will probably transfer, and then and then or he'll go crazy or he'll go crazy and go go coach with Bill Belichick, and they'll both be like socially awkward and kind of rude. And then Will Sweeney will be the OC. No, Will Sweeney's taking over. Oh, he's taking over what the whole mean? team. <laughs> he's, oh, running, yeah. That's running. The, he's head coach in waiting. You didn't know that? Yeah, he's bro. It's gonna running be, it's gonna pops be like, out. Bro, that would be crazy. What if what if Dabo really did that? Just lined his son up to be the next head coach. I mean, honestly, if it's gotten to a point where he's got that much leeway. Bro, we got so many trophies, it don't even matter. If Nick Saban wanted his, like, son-in-law to be the next head coach, I mean, you got to at least, like, entertain the idea, right? You got to interview him. You have to. This is Nick Saban's choice. I mean, that's fair. I mean, Dabo's just going to end up being our athletic director. I mean, that's the reason Arch Manning's getting all this hype. He's got the (laughs) greatest – Oh, don't get me – don't get me started on Arch Manning. He's got the greatest tool shop to go get opinions from and critiquing from. (laughs) Two of the best guys to go coach him up. That's why he's getting all this hype. They weren't even. So, are good. you saying that he'd be better like homeschooling instead of going to college and then just going to the draft? I think no. that's what he do personally. I'm just saying the reason why he's so bro, he's not even that good is because he can. Is because of his last name. He's related. <clears throat> that's it. That's where his I, five. That's where two of his five stars come from. Is his last name. I've seen middle schoolers. Mm compete better than some of the kids he's playing against. That's what I'm saying, dude. Why does he not go to a big they're – all, They're all paid at. Why does he not go to a big high yeah, school? He's, he's freaking Arch Manning, bro. The Manning family is just making up school names like Bishop Sycamore. And they're paying all these middle schoolers to play in. Well, that's not legal, though. But the Mannings, you never know about them. They wild, bro. It's just like yeah, – um, But the crazy thing is, dude, he actually, you know – as as much as overrated as he might be physically, he 
the, the mental aspects of the quarterback position, he's going to have real, real coach on the field type. Yeah, real, he- real heady guy. Lunch, lunch pail hey, guy. That's, that's the uh, game the right way. That doesn't that doesn't always work. I mean, we tried that with Zeb. We put an actual coach on the field, and it just you know. Yeah, but he's yeah, not. But he was eating out of the lunch pail <laughs> while on the field. He wasn't a lunch pail guy. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, My he could. Was, yeah. You would expect him to have have that. You expect him to understand football to probably a higher degree than most other recruits, just because of his family. Does that mean he does for sure? No, but it'd be different if he was Peyton or Eli's son. Then I might yeah. buy into you know. Yeah. I like Cooper, but you know, Cooper's not that guy. Apparently, he was. Yeah, but you know, uh, medical conditions got away. They said he was that boy. <clears throat> oh, I mean, Peyton Manning junior year, he threw like forty touchdowns, and Cooper had like thirty-eight of them. <laughs> <laughs> but also Peyton Manning was that boy. So yeah. hey, do Peyton Manning, he just he just threw the he just threw to Cooper. That's the only reason he was ever good. <laughs> See the man, I'm telling you, the man but in high school, this was all against fake teams, against middle schoolers. They just yeah, Archie Archie's been running this sham for decades. Yeah, and it works because they just make way more money off of it. Then they yeah. get in the NFL and somehow play really well. Bro, what's crazy is, is Archie literally told the Chargers, don't draft my son. And they did it anyway just to spite him, and he still got his way. Yeah. You think Archie ain't about to get a fucking $100 million on NIL? <laughs> Come on. True. It's got to be dummy. He's going to go to A&M because gonna... they, can, they can offer more than anybody else. He's going to go to Georgia and sit behind Jackson Muschamp. Bro. Ole Miss is going to pay him $100 million to come back. Yeah, let's not pretend like he's not going to Ole Miss. He already said in that video with yes. laying in bed with that girl that he's going to Ole Miss. Yeah, well, that's hey. just because he just got some strange. So. He a dog. Yes, what you got to say. Sheesh, dude. Well, well, we just keep going further. That's also – Yeah, we're getting further away from, from God's, God's word. That's here. also we not – he he's not 18, right? Can't do that. I guess consensual. Bro, he's a Manning. He's a Manning. <laughs> I'm just talking about Lane Kiffin sending college girls to his hotel room. Bro, it's Lane Kiffin. With all the recruits. It's Lane <laughs> Kiffin. Lane Kiffin specifically searched her out himself. Bro, you know, you know what's crazy? Daughter. That's what it I was about to say. It's almost his identical daughter. to her. Probably looks almost what? identical. His daughter had a birthday the other day. I think it was yesterday. And yeah. Lane Kiffin tweeted something about it. He was like, she's turning 17. I'm like, Lane Kiffin's like 35. But obviously, he's a lot older than that. But, yeah, that's that was my first thought. I was like, this looks exactly like the girl that was talking Lane, about. Archie about has be... a baby mama in every, every city he's been to. Lane <laughs> Kiffin, <laughs> a winner. <laughs> at all costs. Win yes. at all costs. All right. Well, this has gone everywhere, this episode. This is what happens when we don't have anything, any structure to talk about. But uh, it was fun. If anyone has any last remarks, get them in right now. I think I've said all I need to say. <laughs> um, I- I'll just throw in there RIP Demarius Thomas. Oh, yeah. So, facts. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. Facts. Real sad time. He was a dog. Yeah. He was he was that that dude. He was a so. jacket, actually. Don't don't be disrespectful like that. Yeah. He he was a dog DOG. He he wasn't a, yeah. Yeah, yeah. A DWAG uh, was not one of those. 
but the the point remains, Davini, you are correct. He he was he was <laughs> he was very good. He was good. So sucks, but uh, shout out to uh um Florida um for absolutely just shitting the bed and recruiting this. Yeah, year. shout out to Billy Napier for making recruits yeah. and videos of them working out. How did we even forget to talk about that? Yeah. Yeah. Bro, uh, bro what is this? Is this is this nineteen eighties where you like you <laughs> offer guys never having seen them except for the one practice you saw? Bro, we had a guy bro, on send, board. Me a, send me a video of you doing you repping twenty five combine style. <laughs> we had a guy on our board that I was obsessed with us trying to hire them him last year or three years ago. And like he was talking about how good he's gonna do at Florida and how he's a tenacious recruiter. And I was just like, now everybody's on there like real tenacious, like on Twitter, in the one opposite of the, direction. One of the uh, like most high-profile Miami coaches in Twitter literally was like, "Hey, join me on this podcast. We're going to talk about how big of an idiot Napier is," and like he's a <laughs> high school coach, and like dude, he's like, it's just like he tweeted, he tweeted something to the degree of, uh, "Florida, you better get ready to hire a new coach," because apparently he's just pissing everyone off down there in South Florida. I mean, Love you just it. like I, I don't understand. Just evaluate, like, look at their tape and stuff. Like, why are you gonna make this whole big deal about? Or you're not, you're not or, getting an I offer mean, unless you send me a video of you benching 135 or, 40 times. Dude, there's there's dead ass like a whole internet full of stuff. Yeah, of dude. them like doing football things. Yeah, exactly. Dude, there's probably already a profile built at the University of Florida. A recruiting profile on the kids has with, to be their tape on a has computer. to be has to be absolutely yeah, has at this to be. point you're just at this point you're just being a douche and you're just doing it for no why, what's the reason and and maybe hey right before national signing day let's not piss off the class just so we have players yeah I dude mean, i mean there's just I'm like thinking. you got all these highly rated guys just just honor the offer just honor the commitment you got i mean even if I don't know. They're talented guys. You can't go if wrong. They suck. With them, they're really. going to transfer anyway. That's exactly That's my whole like point. you might as well sign bring them everybody. <laughs> bring sign them the in. cashier at your local Publix. You need players, and if they suck, be like, "Hey, bro, you're never going to play here. You should go to hit the portal," and they'll do it. Exactly. Why? Like, and they're probably already gone before you have to have that conversation. But now you're out of there. You're out of them, anyways. Because yeah. like a guy like EJ Lightsey, he just said, that nah, oh, screw this." Jaden Gibson just just committed to Oklahoma. Nick Evers or whatever his name is committed to Oklahoma. All those dudes were like, "All right, we're out. We're not. We don't. We're not going to prove ourselves to you." Hey, we're cool with it though, because we're back. We're back in Lightsey's recruitment. We need a linebacker. We're cool. We're like, hey, y'all. Hey, it's always it's always good to see Florida fall down a little bit. I mean, I would prefer it if they were good, because I would prefer it if if they weren't. Well, obviously, you would prefer that. I mean, Sid just hey. Sid's just worried about Jacksonville. That's all he's worried about. Just yeah. do what you do down there. I mean, Dude, Florida only has seven commits right now. We we be recruiting in Florida. Shit, that's still that's still more than Clemson has. Seven. Yeah, dude, we hadn't recruited anybody since like 2019. <laughs> <laughs> they recruit us. You hadn't heard? Yeah, Clemson's not for everybody. Y'all got 12, bro. Coach is not for anybody, apparently. Florida, Florida is uh, struggling. 
You know, Miami has one more recruit than Florida does. Dude, you know Miami? They're sitting at, so they're sitting at 82 upset. right now. 82nd ranked class. Miami didn't have a single kid <laughs> from South Florida. From the state of Florida. Even Miami, but that's hard to they had anybody from the state. There's, there's, that's, dude, there's so much talent in South Florida. You could at least get one. Luck into one. One kid grew up a Miami fan, and bam, just luck of the draw. There's one. Bro, nobody wears Nike shocks anymore. No one grew up a Miami fan. Well, shit, they probably don't even know where the stadium kids these days. All right. It's, it's been, not in Miami. I feel like I, I live in Miami. I ain't never seen some bitch. So, <laughs> it's not in Miami. <laughs> But, oh, okay. man. D-Rat will get that fixed, though. Oh, they, I mean. They, they already, already looking for $100 million to go spend somewhere. I was about to say. Dude, that, they've already I, got the I, land. I, Miami's going to come up. That'd be hype. It would, but it wouldn't. Like, in theory, the U being back would be awesome. But then I realized, like, they're in our conference, and we dead have had, like, we'd have to play them. <laughs> yeah. You know? And we have to, like, recruit against them. Yeah. And, Stuff. I don't know. I'm I'm all for I'm shit. At this point, everybody that sucks, everybody just get better. Let's just all be the same and every week will be a new week. Dude, we're be a trying. New season. We're trying. Yeah, dude. We're, we're trying. Mean, working on it. Dude, Carolina's already Carolina's already a nine win team next year. <laughs> that's bold. What are you talking about? I mean, yeah, easy. I mean, that's bold to assume we're not getting ten wins. We're probably we might go oh, undefeated, okay. honestly. What are the what are y'all's non-conference games next year? You oh, know? dude, they're uh, South they're, Carolina State's one. I'm pretty bad, sure. Dude. Yeah, they're yeah, ours. They're bad. Ours. Your, we played. This no is, point this no is our schedule right here. This is our <laughs> schedule next season. Uh, versus Georgia State, first game at Arkansas, second game versus Georgia, uh, third game versus UNC Charlotte versus South Carolina State at Kentucky versus Texas A&M versus Missouri at Vandy at Florida versus Tennessee at Clemson. Yeah, the literally the the comment under um, Rattler's commitment thing was somebody posting the schedule, being like, "I don't know how you can't see like this is this is a very like overcomable schedule." And I screenshotted it and, and just wanted to write W's beside every single one of them and send it, but I couldn't I couldn't make myself do it beside Clemson. Made me a little <laughs> sick to my stomach. Our outer conference, whoever signed us up for this is an idiot, but we got. Western Carolina, which is like our one game that we get, and then we have Ole Miss, UCF, and Georgia out of conference. Oh Ooh. my god, Ole dude! Ole Miss, UCF, and Georgia next year. Oh, Jeff is Collins is not getting eight dude, wins. He's so he's so screwed. fucked, bro. He's bro. dead man walking. So we're right playing now. Ole Miss is an out of conference game too. Yeah, uh, but here's the thing: at least they won't have Matt Corral. Right, but I thought we were going to get out of having to play Dylan Gabriel because he's transferring from UCF, but now he might go to Ole Miss. So we might get Dylan Gabriel on a better team. Mm. Yay. But that makes it better for UCF because he's probably the one thing that would propel them. Until Bo Nix goes to UCF. Oh, my God, you're right. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. I haven't even considered that. Yep. Bo Nix is still out there. Bo Nix is going to end up at, like, Indiana or something, realistically. Watch him just go freaking insane. But but this is to start the year. We have Clemson game one. 
Honestly, that might be the best thing possible. Game one, Western Carolina, and then we go straight in to uh, Ole Miss and UCF. Mm. Yeesh. I don't love that. I'm going to be honest. That's, dude, that's not good for Jeff. <laughs> don't, I don't yeah, love that. That's Jeff. really not good for Jeff. Is he sure he wants to bet on himself? Yeah, bold year to be betting on yourself, Bubba. Yeah. Hey, I respect it even more now. I mean, that's that's just tough, though. Like, it doesn't sound that bad, but it's bad. It sounds kind of bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to sugarcoat it. <laughs> that would be we bad so for... much travel, Bob. <laughs> Listen, that's bad for anybody. That's just... I don't know. You're just the out-of-con, dude. Whoever was making your schedule thought y'all would be way, way farther advanced than you are right now so the old miss was supposed to be played a while back but they didn't want to play us while we had the triple option so we pushed it back and it, but there was already a contract so we pushed it who back cares <laughs> and then oh, we about to kill everybody's knees they wouldn't play us and then ucf That's what contracts are for ucf we were supposed to play uh in paul in 2017 when the tornado hit and they they didn't have any damage in orlando and they canceled the game and we were like, no, we're trying to come play. And they're like, mm, no, we, we're recovering. And we're like, we're um, national. What? And so we didn't get to play them. So they got pushed to this year. So it's just a culmination of shit. Yeah. Well, that's, and, you know, that's, that's tough. It's tough. But hey, Jeff Collins played at Western Carolina. So if he, if he loses to them, bro. <laughs> Sheesh, dude. He's going to be done after week two. Oh, no. If y'all lose to Western Carolina. Oh, he's out. We'll see, though. He's out. He's out. I mean, if that happens, he's out. But. <clears throat> All right. We probably should just go ahead and, yeah, we should probably go ahead and end this one. <laughs> yeah. We've talked about, about everything we need to talk about right now. We'll be back next week with more. Peace. <laughs>